hey, you're on the Chess After Show with Team Betty, aka Hayley, and today I'm interviewing Chair Softer. Andy, yes. how are you doing? I am shattered, I'm cold, but other than that, I'm good. You? You're an absolute wuss. I'm doing pretty good. I'm snuggled up in the warm in my pyjamas, mate. Yeah, you've been indoors all day. I've been up at the jail all day. No, no, no. I've been outside in the dress. I've nah. been outside in the cold. Yeah. I bet it was like Viking style or like Eskimo style dress. Like made of fur and seal skin. No, it was like... I, I don't really know how to explain it. I don't wear dresses that often. <laughs> yeah, but you rang me at a pretty early time to say you're leaving the goal. Like, did you leave early? To be fair, I had to get home. Issues. Yeah, there we go. There we go. You issues. It. <laughs> to be fair, you should have seen how many people le- like left about lunchtime. Yeah, snow kind of messes with the uh, gas pistols and that. Yeah, they they were actually going to run um, a gas and spring of like games in E Wing at the jail. Yeah, but um, they had to bin it off after about fifteen minutes because everyone's gas guns were just locking up and venting, and it was chaos. Yeah, I know. My uh, was... my deagle doesn't last very long. Yeah, I'm so glad I didn't have to reach for my sidearm today. <laughs> yeah, but I bet she's getting shot her today, though. Oh yeah, did it. It felt like I had I took 500 FPS to the face from point blank when I got hit first thing this morning. <laughs> oh, how did I miss this? <laughs> I would have loved to have seen that. And you still want to be my Twizzlers? Oh yeah, I've. <laughs> You better not have eaten them. No, I've, I, I've got to find them, though. This is pretty funny, though. It's been, what, three months? Yeah, it's been, what, two months in Vegas? Just under? Is it? Yeah, it's only yeah, it just like under two of months. January, wasn't it? Yeah, it was uh, the 20th to the 28th we were out there for Dude. shot. Dude. Slash real steel awesomeness with 50 cal rifles. <laughs> <laughs> And a de- and a proper deagle, not not an airsoft one. Yeah, it's kind of hard to come across a real one in the in the uh, UK. Well, yeah, the only way you can get it is either the black market or the military. <laughs> in the UK, we don't get fun things. <laughs> I'm too thick for the military, so uh, nah. <laughs> unless I go to the US, it's not gonna happen. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, um, what have you done it? already? Have you dropped your laptop or something? No, I'm in the office and uh, oh, right. opens the door and hit the uh, chair. Oh, I was going to say, I heard a <laughs> slam and I was like, oh, is this how this is going to go? <laughs> no, uh, I'm not that klutzy. I am in airsoft, but when I'm at home, I tend to relax a little bit more. Cool. Mm. So, what are we doing today? What's your next game? My next game? Uh, well actually after this episode goes out my next game actually probably still will be the jail (laughs) I I might as well Justin might as well charge me rent to move in because I'm up there so much over the next month yeah yeah I think we're all there so often we should just all get major major discount (laughs) we might as well just like work there like Marshall there because we're there so often Uh, I did actually ask about that but then I've got so many hours at work now, I can't, like, gutted. How cool would that be? Yeah, that would be pretty cool. It's a good site. It's a really good site. I'd and, just um... mess you all up on your games. <laughs> yeah, I'd be sat there like, where's the objective? And there's just you running away in a distance with the objective. 
<laughs> or I'll be that dick that comes up next to you. Andy, you just got hit. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, she did. Out. Just keeps sending you back to respawn. Yeah. Rage quit. <laughs> Gun through the fence, snapped in half. Everything, te- proper teddy, like toys out the pram. That that sort of moment. Yes, I will make you have a hissy fit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've always um, thought there's this evil side to you, and I don't know why I'm getting victim to it now. It's because you've never seen me in person yet. True. Well, if you'd have come up today... Yeah, but today was Lazy Day, because it was Paddy Day yesterday, so people had drinks. Yeah, I was sensible, because I realised I had an airsoft game. <laughs> I'm gutted, though, because you guys get to go next weekend, and I couldn't fit in. Yeah. It's all completely fully booked. That's all right. We'll we'll WhatsApp call you or something so you feel like you're there. Oh, cheers. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think all of us that can't go are going bounce. <laughs> bounce? Yeah, it's really random. But Airsoft, airsoft and trampolines. Basically. <laughs> What's the worst yeah. that can happen? Well, considering we're all going to be drinking the night before and, yeah, I, I can <laughs> imagine what the worst is going to be. In the foam pit. Yeah. Anyway, moving back on topic, you're making interviewing <laughs> me. What did I say earlier to you about getting distracted? I get distracted very easily. Ooh, a piece of candy. Ooh, a piece of candy. Literally, I've got minstrels in front of me. It's quite hard not to eat them while I'm interviewing you. <laughs> so, how did Chess After All start? Um, well, I'd been on a, another podcast, the Floperator podcast, which is run by a friend of mine, Carlo. Good friend of mine, actually. Um, and I went on there a few times, and I just sort of decided, hey, I want to give this a go as well. So um, I just literally uh, spoke to Graham, Airsoft Nation Graham, uh, found out a little bit of information that he knew about setting it all up and recording and stuff, which is how I got onto this cast thing that we record on. And then yeah. just we were going to start it last year. I was going to have a co-host, a guy called Ryan, that I know very well. Um, unfortunately he's at uni at the moment and the schedules just didn't really meet up with my shift work and his uni so it was sort of a couple of months went past and then as the new year come in I was chatting to Graham and he goes are you ever actually going to release this thing so he sort of kicked me up the arse to start recording and then the show came about and launched on the 5th of February and so far hopefully it's all going well yeah, not bad. You have some pretty good people on. I mean, obviously you've had me on, so it's obviously going well. Um, and then you've had Soup on. Yeah. And the likes of Airsoft Operations, the ones that are now doing the Airsoft loot box. Yep. Um, he's actually kind enough to send me pictures of what's going out in the boxes, and, mate, they look amazing. Yeah, that reminds me, actually. Joe, I'll apologise to you now at the time of recording this episode. I've still got the February one. I'm just going to do photos because I haven't got a chance to video it yet and do an unboxing. I've got to set up everything and get a decent camera rather than doing it on my phone. So I will do a video for you, Joe. Uh, it's just in the pipeline at the moment, setting See? up YouTube and everything. You mind about me about getting back to you? Look at you with him. You're <laughs> uh, bad yeah, but he knows I love him, really. Oh, we all love Joe. He's earned the name Ernie for me now. Ernie. Ernie, yeah. Did you because... call Brett Bert? Yeah, I did. 
<laughs> is, but, it, is it bad that I actually made that connection by myself? <laughs> but, but it's like, I couldn't remember Brett's name because he phoned me one night. He was just like, hey, I know you don't know me, but do you want to come to an airsoft game with me that's like three and a half hours away from your house? It's like, yeah, fuck it, go on in. But I couldn't remember his name. So in my phone, he's saved him to Bert. Like, I'm pretty sure it's Bert. Pretty sure. <laughs> then I met Joe and couldn't remember his name either. So in my phone, it's just Bert and Ernie. <laughs> nice. But now we're actually decent friends. I know his name is Joe. Like We do meet up quite often. But now he's Ernie. And it, it will stick for life now. Yeah, because you guys play together. No, I'm not going to go there because that's going to turn around to me interviewing you again. And that's not what this show's about. You just have a natural interview thing, don't you? I don't. I don't know how I do it because, like, this time a year ago, I couldn't have done this thing. I couldn't have just spoken to random people online, and I don't know how I'm doing it. It's, it's just up working. With an hours worth of conversation. Yeah, it, it's it's tough. It really is tough. Um, I know. I'm looking at the screen now. It's nine minutes eight seconds. It's like I've already said everything I wanted to say. Yeah. Well, the the, the way I do it is I just naturally. Let the questions flow. It's a bit. I, I was watching. You know, John Bishop does his thing. Yeah. And it, it was literally that was sort of the thing because he says I just sort of ask the next question based on what we've already discussed, you and he just lets it roll Bishop. like that. And that's oh. that's where I sort of got the inspiration for what I'm doing. You know, I don't really. I'll start talking about things airsoft related and things that I know people do, and just let the questions flow naturally. Uh, see, I was going to do it more Jonathan Ross style, where I just interrogate you and try to find out your most deepest, darkest secrets. Yeah, that's not going to happen, because that will just get me to shut the fuck down. <laughs> like Las Vegas. Yeah. What happens in <laughs> Vegas stays in <laughs> Vegas, Haley. Okay, I won't bring it up, but I'm just going to say next time, if you're going to do that, don't message me and Vixen at the same time. Yeah, alcohol in Vegas and things that happen in Vegas don't mix very yeah. well. For everyone that's listening, me and Vixen have photos of Andy incredibly drunk. <laughs> yeah, that was the last night as well. Do you know <laughs> like what? That that, that was um, That was because we went out there and we went up the tower for the last night. We, we've obviously gone to Shot Show. Me and a couple of guys that were there. And then, um, so we done shot. It's the last day. And we thought, we're staying at the stratosphere with a big tower on it. And we thought, do you know what? Let's go up the tower and have a meal for the last night. Yeah, okay, it's expensive. I mean, I had a four-course dinner. It cost me pre-tax and, because you get sales tax out there, it's really bizarre. And mm. before the tip as well, it was $132. Which, actually, I managed to pay for most of my meal with my casino winnings. Right, people from America, come over to England and then go to Weatherspoons. You can get, like, a three-course meal yeah, you can get 25 yeah. quid. Yeah, not even that. No. Like, but, but this, this is different because they don't just press three minutes on the microwave. Yeah, but Weatherspoons is good, like, fish Fridays. Yeah. But, yeah, mm. I mean, just to show how expensive it is up the tower... We went to the Sky Lounge bar before we oh, had yeah. the meal, and uh, like literally, you're just one level above the uh, the restaurant, so you're yep. looking down and you can see the restaurant's revolving as well, which is pretty cool because you get a full view, three sixty view around Vegas. 
So like you've mm-hmm. got the the entirety of the strip. You've got Nellis Air Force Base out there in the distance and all sorts. And um, one of the lads ordered a double vodka and Red Bull, thirty five dollars. What? Thirty five dollars for a double Grey Goose and Red Bull. But we went up to the because the lads all wanted to go on the rides up the tower, and I looked at it and I went, uh, "Fuck that." You're already 850 feet with my fat ass in there. That's not stopping. So yeah, no. No. I let them jump on the rides because they, they, I just, yeah, I've got issues with height if I'm not in control of it big time. And um, so I just thought, oh, fuck it. I'll sit in the bar for a little while. And then, um, yeah, the rest is history, as they say. The rest <laughs> is in the photo. Yeah. But yeah, um, no, I mean, the only thing that got me about that event, they've got you've got this thing called the Sky Jump. Yeah. Well, we're sat up in the restaurant, so you're going round, and then all of a sudden you just see this person fall past the window, and it's really off-putting. <laughs> they actually have warning signs up in there saying you will see people fall past you. Don't worry. <laughs> the hell. Yeah. Yeah, that that actually sounds like quite an entertaining dinner, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, you just sat there and you just see someone go, "Hey, past the window." <laughs> but yeah, I, I mean, the main reason we were out there obviously was shot, so that's yeah, a very unique jealous. experience. Um, for the airsoft side of it, having done both shows now with Ewa as well, he was the one. He was the one for airsoft. Yeah. Yeah. Um, while we were out and shot. Obviously, there's more of a focus on the real steel side, especially with the massive civilian market you've got out there as well as the military side of it. But so obviously, airsoft really sort of seems to suffer for it. Um, Although chatting to a lot of the real steel manufacturers and uh, shops and that out there, they're starting to embrace it a bit more as part of the shooting community. So, who knows, in a few years' time, you'll hopefully gradually see more and more airsoft being out there. But really and truthfully, only the, the only big names you saw were 101 Tech, which was covering G&G and New Pro. Uh, Tipman were there. You've got ASG and a few of the other big names, but that's about it. Whereas at EWA, you had pretty much everyone that you can think of. Yeah, it's honest. Airsoft is getting a hell of a lot bigger. I mean, in the UK, you only have to travel like half hour to an hour away and you're going to hit an airsoft site. And then so many people I know play airsoft. It's not just because I've met them at airsoft. Like, you do walk around and see quite a few people that have actually played it and quite a lot of them are ex-military. Yeah, it surprised me at work. Um, I was just walking around and I got introduced to... A couple of the lads in one in uh, one of the guys' sections because I used to lift chair with this guy. He yeah. goes, "Oh, these two play it as well. Chat to them." So I went round had a chat with them, and it turned out there's about thirteen or fourteen of us playing airsoft in the company now. So through through sort of networking with those guys and expanding it out, introducing new people to the sport at work, just inviting them to games with us and stuff. We've got about 13, 14 guys, and it's funny. I was actually, because um, once you're doing the operator's box, Joe's got a group, Joe and Brett have a group chat set up for everyone, just for like banter and that. Yeah, a minute. And um, one of the guys in there, 
actually turns out he works at my company as well in a different hey. department. I don't know if we can say that on here. But yeah. I'm not going to go into names. I'm not going to start naming the shaman, but this guy. No, I'm intrigued works. now. Like when this finishes, we've got to have another chat. Like there yeah. are so many group chats, though. I mean, that kid needs to stop. There's an Instagram group chat. There's a WhatsApp group chat. I think there's a second WhatsApp group chat. Then there's a Facebook one. Like I can't keep up. Yeah, group chats are bad for airsoft. It just keeping up with everything. I've muted my phone. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, do you know what? I have to charge my phone twice a day now from all the group chats. Mine's literally just in the Instagram things. I don't know how to turn off the likes. So the likes pop up on my screen and just kill my phone. Yeah, especially when you start uploading game day photos. I've noticed with Instagram, it all starts rolling and rolling and rolling once you start uploading the game day pictures. And whenever Soup posts a picture with one of my patches and he tags me in it, I get stormed then. Oh yeah, someone has commented on a post you're tagged in. Yeah, cool, I've never heard of this person. What? <laughs> Where? <laughs> oh my th- god. Th- like, thanks for commenting on it, but who are you? <laughs> Basically, it, like, who the fuck are you? Oh, okay, I'm just going to hide back in my hole. But yeah, I mean, um, it's quite interesting. You mentioned the social media. We can come back onto that later if you want, the social media side of it. Yeah, I'm actually quite interested how instagram and airsoft sort of become hand in hand yeah how how does that work because i didn't think instagram and airsoft would become a thing but everyone who plays airsoft now has an instagram account okay okay we're on the topic now we might as well finish this right you've got me intrigued so i'm gonna ask you what's your view i think uh, it's it's quite funny because the at ewa they have this thing called the Airsoft Meetup, which is organised by um, a couple of guys, uh, and they just invite you. If you're there and you're into Airsoft, you can apply to go to this thing. Basically, it's free of charge, and you just go along. You get a little goodie bag when you turn up from the sponsor. It's awesome. Thanks to the guys at Gunfire for organising that. Uh, they're awesome little goodie out. bags. Yeah, well, <laughs> they were awesome. You got loads of little bits in there. Uh, can of energy drink as well which really helped when we were on the way to the uh, <laughs> airport but um, one of the topics they actually raised because they did a panel discussion for the first time this year which was you had Kelly Hardwick Matt Fury King who used to be the chair of UCAPU um, you had Bill Price Thomas from Airsoft Action uh, I can't remember who the fourth guy was but he runs a Milsim series from memory um Mm. and then you had jonathan higgs of airsoftology there and one of the topics was for the guys social media in airsoft and my view personally on this the reason instagram's so big for airsoft now is simply really because of facebook and the way they're acting about everything gun related now because and it's not even just Facebook now. Is you've had YouTubers getting their stuff taken, their channels taken down for it. And yeah, I've all seen sorts. a lot of that happening now. Like a lot of uh, airsofters that do post GoPro videos of themselves playing airsoft. If they don't make it completely obvious yeah. that it is airsoft, it, it's just getting ripped off. Yeah, and uh, the the reason for that, apparently, from what I've been informed, um, is. That YouTube apparently outsourced their um, like 
monitoring whatever it is the reviewing of it yeah and apparently the group they used were very anti-gun yeah. so they literally went like right anything involving guns we get rid of now so a lot of um sort of the air rifle community got hit quite there was quite a big channel in there apparently he got hit and there was a few others as well so i think in the long Didn't term Nuffridge have a video taken down uh i don't know I don't know, I think I heard about it somewhere. Just he may like have. A lot of people, a lot of good good players, quite popular players, have had themselves either kicked off yeah, their Instagram accounts. Yeah, a lot of the big accounts. YouTube channels and that, yeah. Yeah, they've either been kicked off their Instagram accounts, kicked off their YouTube accounts and given a suspension. Or what happened to me last week, I couldn't post for so long. Yeah. For some reason, everyone's getting suspended from social media. Yeah, and another thing with Facebook, I'm going to focus on Facebook here because I've really got a bugbear with them about it because we're playing Airsoft, it's toys. Yeah. You know, you don't see paintball getting hit like this. No, well, paintball guns aren't um, realistic firearms, are they? But you look like... at some of them, they can be. You can get M4-looking yeah. paintball guns. Yeah, but they've always got like the massive... I don't really know much about paintball um, but they've always got like the massive boxes on top of them, haven't they? Not all of them. I've been seeing Magfed right? ones recently. Yeah, coming mm-hmm. up more and more Magfed M4 looking paintball guns. If they start they're... doing that, they're going to get hit too. Yeah, but the thing is, it's a, it's a, it's a sport, and the trouble with Facebook as well is because of this thing. The minute someone's getting hacked off, it seems they're clicking that report button. Yes. And getting people banned. And, yeah, I think the Facebook side of it, to me, it's getting a little bit poisonous. I think Instagram's the way to go, uh, just because everyone's getting along on there. Yeah, Apart from that but... one guy who decided to take me personally, <laughs> not the show. Hey, I got him for you, though. Yeah, he didn't have the balls to come to me. He had to go to you and start slagging me I off. I got That's him, That's the though. thing that made me laugh. It was brilliant. You just messaged me like, yeah, he's gone. And I'm like, I didn't <laughs> even get a chance to formulate a sarcastic response here, Hayley. Uh, straight away, I don't know why, but I was sitting on my phone when he commented. And I saw the comment, and for some reason it was just like, Hello, sir, keyboard warrior. Unfortunately, your services are not needed at the moment. Therefore, please fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> and straight away, he just deleted his comment. Yeah, but then deleted I got it before I had a chance. I got a text from you saying, keyboard warrior, what's this? Because when you tag someone in a comment, I tagged yeah. you in the comments that you could see it. Uh, but I couldn't but see the original it, comment. Yeah. And was I was like, like, oh, what happened? It was something stupid and petty, like chair softer is such bullshit or something. Yeah, and he's probably never even listened to the show. That's the funny probably thing. Probably not. It is just a keyboard warrior. I looked, I looked at his profile before I blocked him, so he couldn't come and attack me again. It was and, zero um, followers. Yeah, was there was no, no one posts. following him, and he literally... I reckon it was a spam account. Uh, I have no idea. I've had a couple, though. Like, Did you see straight afterwards I got some negative comments? In like my private feeds, and I just screenshotted it and put it on my story for twenty four hours. Yeah, mate, he got wrecked. Yeah, everyone targeted him after that. I felt quite bad for it, but there's no need for it. No one needs to be so sour on the internet. Exactly. This is airsoft. You know, I go to game days. Yes, you're going to get the one odd person that you don't really get along with at a game day, but hey. It's a big community. Personalities are going to clash. Just brush it off and 
chill out with your mates. Yeah, but, at the end of the day, it is a lot of blokes getting a yeah. lot of testosterone and adrenaline filled. Yeah. And it is going to happen. People are going to clash, but it's how you deal with it that makes you the person that you are. Yeah, generally speaking, it's a good community. You know, I chat to you quite regularly, chat to Claire, Matt, um, Soup, and all those guys, and Gratto as well. Uh, finally get to meet him and actually know I'm meeting him next week. Yeah. And since you've last Sunday. been on, I've actually got one of his patches. Because you said that I sucked. Yeah, because you weren't keeping up. Yeah, well, I'm old. I've now got four of yours, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> right, this bloke kept sending me his patch and they were never arriving. And it was because Andy was trying to send them through with just a... No, 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 don't, don't so, you go after me. This was the postman no, down the road. This is my show today. This is my show. <laughs> Get off. Right, this guy was trying to send them through the normal post with just a stamp on them, which you can't do with patches because patches are too thick and they're classed as a large envelope in England. So they were all getting held at the post office until I got a notification one day, popped through my door, saying... Uh, that I had something under my last name held there. So I paid to get it sent back. Andy in this time has noticed that they're not getting to me and has sent me a couple more. I've now got four with me. Right. I I want to say here, (laughs) on the record, (laughs) I took them down that post office and he said, oh yeah, that'll be fine. And he stamped them all up (laughs) and then went, oh, I've messed up. Um... Yeah, they're meant to be large letters, but I'll send them anyway and we'll see how it goes. (laughs) And did I or did I not offer to pay you the excess postage back? Yeah, I said it was cool because you got me Twizzlers if I ever get them. Well, if I get up to yours on Saturday, I'll bring them. If I can find them. Yeah. I'll have to find them first. So who have you got coming on your show? Are we allowed to know or is this all hush-hush? Ah, there is a. I've actually got a pile of cards for people to contact at the moment. Oh. So uh, I'm going to be sending out emails in the next couple of weeks. Um, I've actually got a guy called Arian from the Airsoft and Milsim News blog. He'll be coming on the show. He's confirmed. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, I met him at EWA. I met a lot of people at EWA, actually. In fact, I bumped into one of them today because he works for ASG. and um, Well, a couple of them today because they work for ASG. And obviously, the game that I've attended, on which was an awesome day, by the way, uh, Rift Airsoft did a fantastic job at this game. Um, this was the ASG Blaster Tour. Oh, yeah. So I'm going to be getting in touch with one of the guys because he's quite heavily involved with Sterling, Milsim and all that as well. So it's quite a broad spectrum of airsoft to cover with just one guy. And he's a legend as well. So <laughs> ASG looked after us. At, um... From what I've heard, yeah. I don't know how much I can say from what people have told me. Like People say, oh, you can't mention this, but you can mention this. So at the moment, I'm a little bit fuzzy. But all I'm going to say is, from what I've heard, ASG look after people. If you get affiliated or associated with ASG, you're just sorted, mate. Well, you just look at the community they've built up around their products. You know, you've got the uh, the Bren owners, you've got the Evo owners, and I actually had a go with um, Jason from Combat UK, his Evo today. 
Yeah. We we literally swapped guns and it was hilarious because we were going, ah, wait, we've only got one mag each. So if we run out, we may, we've got to make sure we haven't lost each other. Otherwise, we've got no <laughs> ammo for the rest of the game. But um, they are an awesome, awesome little SMG. And I think I know what my next purchase is going to be. Stop selling it to me because you know I'm interested. We could get matching ones. It'd be well cute. Matching. <laughs> I, get the, I get the blue one. You get the pink one. Yeah. Worth. Yeah, I'd actually run it as well. I don't care. It'd be so <laughs> funny. <laughs> yeah, two-tone um, that shit. And we'll turn up in trackies to a game day and act like proper noobs brilliant. and then just slay. Wait, that has become a thing now. Like More and more people are two-toning their guns. Like Airsoft started off as quite a, what do you call it, serious sport where everyone took it seriously, everyone got the helmets, everyone yeah. got the tack vests. And for some reason, it's just turned into a big joke, and I love it. Like, do you know what I think it off... is? Speedsoft. Right. Speed QB. I think that's what's doing it. You've got the Speedsoft community coming quite big on board now. And a yeah, lot of the guys there are doing all this sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah, it is, don't get me wrong, it's fun to watch. I, I'm, I'm embracing it as part of the community. And quite honestly, I think a lot of people need to stop the hate on Speedsoft because it is part of the community, it is here to stay. And You can't stop it, it is going to happen. It's going to happen, and there are actually SpeedQB tournaments in the pipeline. I can't say too much at the moment. But they're in the pipeline, and um, I've spoken to the guys, and it's looking very exciting to actually get Speedsoft tournaments, Speed QB tournaments around I'd the UK. I'd love to watch that. Yeah, like, I would. I wouldn't do it. I've got my little pigeon leg, so I can't run for shit. But I'd love to watch it. Yeah, the thing is, I'm very good at running in a straight line, but I can't change direction very quickly. <laughs> this, is, this is the momentum. It's like. Trying to watch an articulated lorry try and turn a corner on the Grand Prix circuit. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm fine. I can keep up until I reach stairs and everyone else is like jumping two, three steps at a time and there's me having to take every single step and that's yeah. where I fall behind. And you're out of breath by the time you get to the top. Oh, I'm out of breath before I get to the bottom. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. I feel your pain. We, we shall suffer together, Andy. Yes, we will. Well, you with your bag of Twizzlers. Yeah, if you bring them with me, I'll do the same with your Twizzlers that I did with Soups when he brought me some. When he brought me some, I had my face mask on at the goal and uh, I stuffed them all inside that so I could eat them while I was playing. <laughs> Justin, if you're listening, I'm sorry. I know it's against all the rules, but I just I had a couple. A Scottish bloke, though, nicked one out of my face guard and ate it. <laughs> Banter? I have no idea. He was funny though, so I let him off. I let him off. I didn't shoot him. But yeah, I mean, Speedsoft's here. It's here to stay. Guys, embrace it as part of the community. Please welcome these guys in. They're here to stay, and we need to bring them in and build the community spirit and make it stronger. Basically, anyone who's got a good attitude for being airsoft or using the airsoft equipment. Just embrace them as long as they're not being harmful or using the equipment in a harmful way. Why give them such a hard time? Exactly. It's, it's all part of the same sport, so just let everyone enjoy it in their own ways. Exactly, exactly. That's that's my two P on the uh, matter anyway. As long as they've got a good attitude and they're playing by the rules, who cares? 
Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah I'll um, I'll be announcing the shows a couple of weeks in advance in future. In fact, I'll announce uh, once we finish recording. I'm going to announce the Millsim UK news blog on the Instagram channel and Facebook as well. And stop tapping, please, because that's really off-putting while I'm trying to speak. I just realised I just sentence. looked at the screen. It's like you can hear that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I found a clicky pen. I'll stop. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, we're going to um, try and get the guys involved. But there's some exciting people. We've got YouTube guy. Um, in fact, the guy that I'm getting on from YouTube, he makes some amazing videos. Like, they are unreal. And yeah. He does not get enough credit for what he does. He was actually at the um, one of his videos was at the American Milsim that Foxy went to with the helicopter. Yeah. Last year he was at that one as well on the green team, and he's got some awesome footage from that helicopter. And like, yeah, I'll send you the link personally, and I'll yeah. post it up once I get him confirmed on the show. Uh, but he's awesome guy, a uh, guy called Felix from Germany I think he's from actually and um, oh, okay. I met him at Ewa and yeah his content is unreal but yeah I'm just trying to sort of get the guy try and mix it up a bit because it's sort of tended to be the Instagram personalities as such I want to try and broaden yeah. the horizon a bit more so we can break out of that mould and get more and more people on not just from the social media world as well but from the manufacturers and the retailers and everything else, and even tech guys. I'm going to get techs on as well to talk about that. Yeah, tell us like the do's and don'ts of uh, what to do with our guns. Yeah, exactly, because like me personally, a gas gun I can open up because it's like a real one. You can find out how to. when Once you're opening the thing up, they all come apart like the real thing. But an AEG... I'm not going to be doing that myself because if I mess it up, I'm going to be pissed off at myself. If someone else messes it up, I could go back to them and go, fix it, please. Yeah, that's my way of thinking about it. If I fuck yeah. it up, it's on me. If someone else fucks it up, yeah. <laughs> it's a really bad attitude for someone that works in engineering to have, but that's just me. I, I, I don't want to mess it up. So, And seeing as I've had enough problems with my TM dev group <laughs> in the last year. Oh, we we can both speak, can't we? Yeah. We're both as bad as each other, to be honest. Yeah, the thing is, I can understand it going wrong because it's sort of... I couldn't understand it the first time. Uh, it would look like it was poorly shimmed <laughs> gearbox. So it was all worn down one side of the piston. So as the piston's come back, it's got stuck. It's wedged itself up against the side of the gearbox and wouldn't release. But the second time, where I sort of used it every weekend last year, pretty much, bar a few, at least one day of a weekend, that motor dropped and that just decided to eat everything inside that gun. I got back from Vegas with a £108 repair bill for that thing. Oh, dude. And I was like, why did I spend all my money on dinner? <laughs> that airsoft does suck away your funds, doesn't it? Yeah, but we're mad for it. Everyone is. Everyone everyone who starts Airsoft, they start off small going, ah, oh, it'll just be a little hobby. Then by the end of it, we're all addicted. We all end up going to Airsoft shops, coming out with 600 quid's worth of gear. 
and then you just you end up with a spare room full of it, don't you? Yeah, I mean, you don't even know how I got how long ago it was I actually started airsofting, but it's so much more expensive now. It is a lot it's more, more expensive. Popular. Right, when I started airsofting, because you've missed this question, so I'm just going to go on to it. <laughs> the VCRA didn't exist when I started. Okay. And I was 16, 17. Right. I could go onto the internet, order a Simer MP5 for about £45. What? Yeah. WeTech? <laughs> no, Simer. It was a Simer. I found a box when I was clearing my room up last year, actually. The gun's God knows where. Probably somewhere. Smashed up. But, um... Yeah, it it cost me £45. And we had a friend that had some land that in their garden. So we used to just go around. There was me and a couple of guys from school and from the cadet forces, and we used to just go play in this person's back garden. Right. And it was, looking back on it, it was probably the most dangerous thing we could have done in the world. But, like... We used it for sort of building the skills we'd learnt through the cadet forces and that, without right. having to go away and go and exercise and that. So we just used it for that, which was good. Then I stopped because life got in the way. And then when I got uh, my new job, oh five six years, coming up six years ago, I think it is now. Um, I sort of started there and I went that airsoft thing. I could get back into that. So you I have went to, to a few games. Addicted. Yeah, I went to a couple of games at um, a site. In fact, I'm going to name it. Fuck it. AWA Hearts um, <laughs> Woodland site turned up with all my CS95 gear that I had from when I was a cadet. Still fitted me by some miracle, even though I'd put on a hell of a lot more weight. Um, Make it fit. Yeah, uh, yeah, just breathe in a lot. <laughs> Think then, skinny uh, thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> Don't think cheeseburger. <laughs> and Don't then, think um, cheeseburger. Yeah. Yeah, but <laughs> just, Justin makes a banging cheeseburger at his site. Yeah, no, that's his wife. No, it was him today. Was it? Yeah. He was in the kitchen? Yeah. I have never seen him in the kitchen, <laughs> ever. Anyway, um, so I started there, stuffed <laughs> in there. Um... And then I got into it a little bit, went to go and start looking at guns so I could get something. I was going to get a two-tone initially, um, and I got chatting to Jason from Red One Airsoft in St Albans. And um, I told him where I was playing and that. He said, come and have a look at our site. And his site is the site he, t- he had at the time. It was his only one. He's now got three under his name. Um it's called the school or just red yeah. one CQB. It's literally an old school building, three story school building and the playground is at the time, which unfortunately he hasn't got access to at the moment, but hopefully he'll get them back. And I was hooked after I went to that site, I was hooked. And now we're sort of four or five years down the line and I've got far too much kit and etc. etc. And now I'm a, I'm hooked like you and like everyone who listens to the show clearly. 
<laughs> but yeah, that's, oh, how, that's how I got into Airsoft again. And um, this year's going to be a busy year. Definitely going to be a busy year, in fact. I've got AI 500 coming up. Uh, plenty of games around the UK. We're looking at going on tour as well. Myself, Airsoft Nation and Flopperator are in discussion about doing a little mini tour, going to shops around the UK and sites around the UK to promote Airsoft Nation and our podcasts. And then, of course, we have the event of the year, which I told the guys I'd give a shout-out in this episode. In August, Operation okay. Invasion 2, when Soup comes back to the UK. I was about to say Sheep that. and Moses. Have you got your tickets yet? Yes. Well, I've got I've got the Sunday, the Saturday aren't out yet at the time of this recording. Oh, I've, I've paid for two days. How? I think. Uh, Dom was doing it, um, called Sign 7. He, he was doing it from my phone, through my account. And we've both booked on for the weekend, apparently. You've broken the internet. Cause... I'll send you a screenshot. Yeah, because you're not going to be able to book on for the Saturday yet. Oops. Oopsie. Um, but yeah, that's at the time of this recording, obviously. They're going to announce when the Saturday opens up as well. But I'm really looking forward to that one. Because it's all you guys who that I know through Instagram and I've spoken to and sent drunk text messages to and yep. so on and so forth. And that, to me, is the what the community is all about what we have with you guys like and like Gratto and all that lot and all the people that I've spoken to and met through Instagram either my account or through the podcast account mm. that'd be good for us all to meet up and especially for Soup as well because we only ever get to see him like once a year and uh, like we only ever get to speak to him for Instagram and he's such a busy bloke now yeah he is but... it's, it's a real shame I was really glad that he took the time out of his schedule to come on the show. He's such a nice bloke. I mean, I I don't know when you started speaking to him, um, but I started speaking to him about a year and a bit ago, and he was the one that first started at my Insta, and he had only just started out. Yeah, and look at um, him now, he's 50k in. 57. Is it 57 now? He, he's only just announced, like, he's 50,000, and then all of a sudden I looked on the other day, and it's like 57,000. But how did you get 7,000 people to follow you? In the past yeah, but he week? takes awesome photos. Oh, I don't get it. Like, yeah. he's insane. And there's me just pootling along like, yeah, I hit 500. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but Instagram's become a little bit of a joke now, isn't it? Yeah. Like, people are now trying to get followers, so they're following you, they're non-following. The amount of times yeah. I've hit 4,400 and then it's dropped back down. Yeah. Yeah, hey, I mean, social media is a fickle business, isn't it? At the end of the day. Yeah, you'll see it when you're on there for longer. Yeah. Anyway, what else would you yeah, like to discuss to with you. me? Your favourite sites, my dear. My favourite sites, the jail, obviously. Obviously, um, it, that's awesome. Yeah, it's it's got. If you've never played this site. Get there. I don't care if you live at the top end of Scotland in the back middle of buttfuck nowhere in the Highlands. I know someone that lives in Scotland in the middle of buttfuck nowhere and they've been there and they've literally driven all that way for it. That's how good it is. It is that good a site. Um, I'm not really a woodlandy kind of guy. I prefer the CQB because it's much more fast-paced. 
Um, yeah. So you got the jail. I'll always have a, a, a soft spot for Red One CQB because that's where I started. It's like nostalgia value. I need to get back there and get a game in. In fact, you should come down. <laughs> to be honest, I thought you said you were going to say I've got a soft spot for Jason, uh, Justin then. <laughs> well, what can I say? He's a rather handsome, fat man. <laughs> I don't know. This I'm going to replay is... this back to him. Yeah, do it. It'll be funny. He'll probably appreciate it. Hey, Justin, you've got it tomorrow. <laughs> but um, no, yeah, obviously, I'm always going to have a little sort of soft spot for Red One CQB because that's where I started. It's like the nostalgia value for me. Yeah. Uh, I try and get a game in there once a year. Unfortunately, last year I didn't manage to get down. Um, but if we can get enough people, I'll see if we can book the school site for the whole day, the school part of the site, rather than going out to the woodland bit. Although they have done a lot of work with that woodland, and it is more like a CQB village built in the woods, so okay. it's worth a go. Um, but yeah, well, if you want, me, I mean, me and you can go out looking for like some new sites. I've just been invited to the bunker in London, if you fancy a little night trip out. Yeah, let me know. Um, I'll have to book some time off work if it's a weeknight, but yeah. In fact, I think that's, that's down the road from where the night. boat was. That's down... It looks oh. like it's the O2. Yeah, that's down the road from the B-Tech boat that we were I've playing games on. I've never heard of it. Yeah, you won't have never heard, heard of the of boat it. anymore because the boat sank. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even joking. It sank. It was a joke. It was a running joke because it used to turn up. This guy lived on the top deck of it. And um, like he said, oh, yeah, you guys can use the site. What I, what they didn't tell him at first was that he'd sold the engines and not patched the holes in. Dude. So there's these fucking great holes in the back of this thing. And it's, the whole thing's filling up with water when the tide comes in. So you'd get on it and you'd see sort of part of the back end would be roped off because there was water coming over the side of it. And it is the ropiest oh, thing in the world man. looking back on it, but... It was awesome little CQB site. It was tiny. They limited the games to about 40 players. But then, like, they didn't go there for a while. And the, the guy who lived on it, he was a bit of a character by all accounts. And he, like, they built a gangway so he could walk on. And he'd had a ladder to get on and off the boat. So he's cl- crossing this ladder with all his shopping and everything that he's just laying from the boat to the shore. And uh, they said, you can use the gangway. And he goes, oh, I like the ladder, though. And he uses the ladder. Like, they put all this netting up to stop pigeons getting in. And he took all the netting down and said, I missed the pigeons. But they used to have these pumps on. And he he turned the pumps off. And then they didn't go to the site for a few weeks. And they went back and the safe zone was apparently underwater. So it was like, oh, we can't really use this as a site anymore. So that was the end of it. last night... Me and Dom found a video of airsoft on like an airsoft carrier, like big ship. Um, oh, the aircraft carrier, yeah, I've heard yeah, about that this. One. I, I, I watched the video last night, it looks sick, but I was thinking in my head, like, this has got to be a bad idea. Like, what if someone something goes wrong? Yeah, because it's, oh. it's, it's a long way to the water from those oh, things. I, I was just thinking, it's like, how does that work? Do you put nettings up around the side of the ship? Or, like, what what happens if someone falls overboard with all their airsoft gear? That's like thousands of pounds worth of Yeah, but imagine equipment. imagine doing a milsim on there. You could bring the realism in and get F-18s landing on it. I'd shove everyone overboard, though. 
<laughs> That's just the evil of you coming out. Like, like literally my own team. If I was walking alongside you, like bye bye, push you off just for fun. Yeah. Maybe we shouldn't meet in person. Maybe we should just stay over the internet. <laughs> it's gonna happen. I've got Twizzlers, so it's gonna happen no matter what you say. Just, you're gonna end up putting them in the post because you're ending up. Gonna yeah, and I won't put enough postage on me. it. <laughs> you'll make me go and collect it from the post office. Yeah. And I'll send you another set in the meantime, so you got four packs. I'm down for that. Let's do that one. <laughs> That's worth the pound fifty that I had to spend. But yeah, <laughs> sites, um, a jail, red one, and one of the unique sites that I really enjoyed playing at was the old Pleasure Island theme park in Cleethorpes for AI five hundred last year. Yes, I've seen that advertised. I got sent a link to a uh, like invite for it. That looks sick. Have you ever been? AI 500. I did both of them last year. It was the first two I've done. And um, it was at the same site both times. They're moving it this year. The, In fact, it's in about a month's time. The, the first one this year, which is in an old disused bomb dump from the Air Force. So it's <laughs> all ammo bunkers and everything and it looks unreal. They get really unique sites to play these games in. Like last year, it was an old abandoned theme park. Yes, okay, some of the rides were missing. People were moaning that the rides were missing, but we went along, and as long as you view it as one big skirmish, you're fine. Mm-hmm. Because that's effectively all it is. It's, the game's really simple. It's like a capture the flag type thing. But we go green team, and it is a riot from start to finish for the green team. Right, right. I'm just, I'm having a look. I've put up a post like you do about what questions to ask you and what everyone wants to know about you. Yeah. And I'm really, really sorry that they're not better questions. <laughs> <laughs> I've just had, um, who do you prefer, Beast or Amy Grattoza to do Amy? Do um, know? I don't really know either of them, so... <laughs> Who's the better looking then? Because <laughs> Beast with his beard, and Amy's just got the natural beauty. Oh, I'm sorry, it's got to be the beard. It's got to be the beard. <laughs> just because once you have a beard, you have to support your fellow bearded brothers. So sorry, Amy, if you're listening, <laughs> but he's got a beard. He, That's it. <laughs> oh, I'll, I'll message them later and tell you that. Uh, they're also asking what your favourite kind of loadout is, whether it's woodland, whether it's uh, like CQB, like mine, black or grey. Uh, I tend to go lightweight CQB loadouts, so I tend to run OD. Uh, I've got the Viper Spec Ops chest rigs, the, the ones with literally four mag pouches, three pistol mags, a couple of nade pouches, and that's about it. And okay. I'll run that. Uh, with a baseball cap, glasses, lower face mask, and then I'll tend to run that with my 416 or my AK or whatever. I've even run it with just a tri shot before and had empty mag pouches <laughs> on me. And I, I tend to go lightweight. Now, what I've noticed, you get a lot of people that will go out and they'll buy a plate carrier and they'll put as many pouches as they physically can on that thing. Like, I wonder yeah. how some of these people get through doorways with all that kit. I've on seen them. them struggle, I've seen them get caught. Yeah. Uh, that ain't about me. I will eventually get plate carriers made up for the Woodland games, but 
this is something I learned off of a event I did last year with a company called S-Type Security. We helped them out for a dog handling event. I think I spoke to you about right. it before, actually, because after yeah, you, you had did. the attack, there was the guy that got munched, and I was like, yeah, he got off lightly compared to you. And that was like an actual dog that's meant to do this, like meant to go around biting people for a living kind of thing. Yeah. And um, like he chatting to him, he was saying, you go lightweight with your loadouts and there's a guy I know Joe Olsen he runs the PMC loadout group on Facebook and um, he actually changed his entire rig and ditched everything he didn't need on this guy's advice yeah so I will eventually get sort of the heavier loadout but I tend to run light and go for the CQB style loadout simply because that's where I'm playing I want quick access to everything I don't want to be reaching behind me to try and get grenades out and all that. Or... No, it's too much hassle. And plus I've got my uh, 5.11 trousers where I've actually got a couple of mag pouches in each of the leg pockets. That's handy. So I can get an extra four 5.56 size mags into those two on each side. So I can always have extra mags if I need to. I tend to run six. I'll have four in my pouches, two in my leg, on my left leg, so I can get to them with the correct hand. That's easy. Um, TM or Titman from Chris Smith. I think his name's Pig on Instagram. Uh, TM. TM? It's always going to be TM for me. I am actually potentially going to make the jump to HPA, but the thing that puts me off with it at the moment is the big tank and the hose. It's just unnecessary weight for me to be lugging around. So um, that's why I haven't gone for HPA. But if I did, I'd either go for the Polar Star system that's coming out, which I'm trying to get everyone a video from the interview I did with the guy called Alex. Uh, yeah. Uwa, uh did a five-minute interview about the Polar Star system with him. Or Valken are releasing one, which looks pretty promising. And I'm quite interested to see what they're bringing out, having spoken to Rob from Falcon itself at Iwa and get more of an appreciation of that brand and the way they're trying to develop it. It's unreal. So uh, I've never really sort of been one for the Tipman brand. But who knows? Okay. Well, Ernie, uh, Soft Operations, has just <laughs> upped Ernie. that question. Hey, Ernie. <laughs> hey, Ernie. He's just, <laughs> he's just upped that question a little bit. TM or sex? <laughs> TM's like, I suppose. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> that's, that's, uh, that's, trust Joe. He actually wants an answer. As well. <laughs> <laughs> Can um, everyone not just have both? Uh, I'm going to say yes. There, answered. No, actually, actually, I know he doesn't listen, so I'm going to say TM. <laughs> that's quite rude. I, I had him on the show and everything. What, Dom? Oh, no, I thought you said um, Joe. I thought you were still on about Joe, not Dom. Why would I answer that question about Joe, Andy? That's why I didn't <laughs> quite get what you were on about. That's why I was, no. I'm so confused. What's no, happening because, with life? Because I know he doesn't listen to this. I'm going to say So TM. you're going to say TM? Yeah. Right, that's a recording for blackmail for future. <laughs> <laughs> You'll never meet him. Um, what else have we got? Um... Bolt-action sniper or DMR? Right. 
I've actually got a DMR build in progress to be coming out this year. However, I got a hold of the SRS Silverback at Ewa, and if I buy a bolt action, that is going to be it. Because the thing is like a real gun. Like, it feels exactly like a real rifle. Um, at the moment, I'm a DMR guy, but hey, who knows what the future's going to hold? I actually can't wait to see you in person, just to see what you rock up with. Because at the moment, you've said you want a two-tone... Um... I always bring far too much kit to a game. I'm going to send you a photo next week of how much space I take up compared to everyone else. Well, you might end up seeing me next week with all your kit, so... Yeah, true. I'll yeah, yeah. I'll, I'm gonna have to come up now, so I can just go. Hey, hey, look what I've got. And there's gonna be like three primaries, two secondaries, a tin of pyro, and that's just my BFGs and all the blanks. You've got to bring something to shoot down the pinata. Right, I'll bring the four one six down. Oh yeah, that, that's how we're popping it. By the way, we're not hitting the pinata; we're shooting it down. That's fine by me. <laughs> yeah, for anyone who's listening and has just jumped into this. Um, it's my birthday next week, and I've just invited Andy to come. Except, call sign Callie, um, Airsoft Callie, has brought me a pinata for my birthday. So I've... we're all going to try shoot it down. Can I take this up one stage further? Can I? Can I mix? It? Can I throw it up a notch? Can I bring can I my mortar tube? <laughs> and we can shoot it with the TLS effects mortars. Yes, uh, no, no, because we're on a horse yard, mate. Oh, yeah, true. They do go bang quite loudly. Yeah, maybe not. I'd better not let off my 12 gauges either. No, any of that can stay in your car. I'd not be chasing around horses at midnight. Yeah, it'd be funny, though, once you've had a few to drink. It would be funny as hell. We're having too much to drink that night. So prepare yourself for drunk vixen, drunk wookie, drunk flipper, drunk beast. <laughs> But yeah, um, um, I'd go TM and I'd go for DMRs as well at the moment. However, my mind is open and sorry to the guys from Skirm Shop if you're listening. I'm just not built to be a bolt action guy yet. I'm not um, sneaky enough. Okay, people are asking what's your favourite primary gun of yours at the moment and what's your favourite secondary? Uh, my favourite primary is going to be my TM416 at the moment, despite all its faults, um, despite all the issues it's caused me over the last year and the expensive repair bills because I got the Friday afternoon job. Mm. Um, it's still my favourite simply because without getting a gas blowback, it's the next best thing kind of thing um, for yeah. me personally, from my perspective. Uh, favourite secondary? I've only got... I'm going to go with my Makarov, my WE Makarov, because that is a nice, punchy little sidearm. <laughs> like, it kicks like a mule for the size of it. Fair enough. Um, Glock or the 1911? 1911. <laughs> that was quick. Yeah. No, right, okay. People who know me will know that I have a thing against airsoft Glocks. Um, the reason for that is there were so many people buying them and I was like, I don't want to be like everyone else. And then there was all the ones that were like, oh, I'm like the real army because I've got a Glock. 
And then there was oh, there was this kid. Right, I went to Reading for a game, yeah. And this kid walked past the British Transport Police, who were armed, at Reading Station. Saw a Glock on one of their hips and went, "Oh, I've got one of those." Oh. Yeah, he oh. got searched rather quickly. No shit. But um, I prefer a nineteen eleven. You know, in real steel terms, bigger round, more punch. Um. And I like the styling, you know, it is what it says it is. It's an old pistol, and seeing what people are doing with these things nowadays is unreal. Not just in the airsoft world, but in the real steel world as well. So I'm always going to have a little spot for the 1911. I don't have one yet, funnily enough, but <laughs> I'm going to get one next. Or CZP09, depends what I get talked into by people. Okay, and... Oh, someone's just added to that question. Uh, the old school style or the new 1911? It's always got to be the classic, hasn't it? Let's be honest. There's something about old guns that just looks right. They look more realistic. I don't know why, but the newer ones that are trying to look more like the realistic ones, they're looking more and more plasticky. Like the, well, the thing the is, a lot of... Us. You think about the high cappers and that. They're, they're starting to become the sort of race guns for yeah. people with IPSC making its big sort of increasing in size dramatically in the UK and not just that you're looking at the three guns now as well three gun shooting as well with airsoft in the UK they're trying to make them as light as possible for yeah. speed shooting whereas the old style is more your sort of mil simi type pistol so yeah that's sort of the go to one okay the last question I've got on my list is which type of airsofter are you? Are you the type of airsofter that chucks everything in a duffel bag and just gets there, finds what they need at the duffel bag and all your guns are scratched up? Or are you the type to have a box for every single different gun you have and it all gets cleaned and maintenance regularly? The second one. <laughs> you're, you're a little bit OCD about it. Oh, yeah, I get really... Well, I, when I was, I was with the cadet forces for... Bloody hell, 14, 15 years I was in there. 14 and a half years, I think it turned out to be in the end, from starting to leaving as a staff member. So I was brought up with two two rimfire rifles with the cadet version of the L85. You're clicking again. <laughs> I've just seen the next question I've got to ask. Yeah. I'm already um, myself laughing. Yeah, um... The uh, so I was brought up around real steel firearms. So obviously, the last thing you do on the, after a range day is you have to clean those things. Yeah, you have to really, really keep up the maintenance on them. Yeah, I mean, it was even to the point we were getting that anal with the cleaning of it that you were getting your little finger and running it round where the um, the bolt head locks into the chamber yeah. when it cocks forward on the L eighty five, and um, we were using our little finger to see that they'd cleaned that. And we were, we were getting them to take handguards off and everything to clean it. I was that anal about it because I was like, I can do it. I want you guys to be able to do it so you can pass it on. And Yeah, but the thing is, it's a good thing to do. I mean, it's it's good to keep your airsoft weapons that... Sorry, I shouldn't say weapons. Airsoft guns that clean and that maintenance just because it'll save you in the long run for maintenance. Yeah. Uh, bring them into the shop, get them fixed. I mean, I'm one to talk with my M4, but I do try service that as, as quickly as possible. Yeah, it's, it's you've got to look after your kit. 
You have. It's I, so I expensive. I know it's only a toy, but I try and treat it like the real thing, so it gets cleaned, it gets maintained. When I've got my gas blowback out, the minute I get back from a game, that thing's apart and I'm cleaning everything down. Yeah. And so you should do. You look. I look after it like I would anything else. Okay, I've got. I'll be doing it tomorrow. I'll be getting everything else apart and cleaning it all up from today. Yeah, you have to. Yeah. Uh, right, the next question. I don't know if you're you're going to get half of it. Did you watch my live feed while I was at Bravo One, where I had Call Sign Seven and Flipper pushing a pedal car with Call Sign Seven sitting in it, and they were shooting through Bravo One from the toy car. Unfortunately, I didn't get a chance to before it removed right. itself. I sent you a picture afterwards. Yeah. But the question is. Pedal cars or trikes? Oh. Because AGB fell off his trike, didn't he, when he was at Bravo 1? Yeah, I remember seeing that video, actually. It still cracks me up to this day. He's now got a patch on his rig that says trike. That's now his nickname. Yeah. I I was actually wondering about that, so you've cleared that one up for me because I've not actually met him in person yet. I know, um... he has actually got a a patch on his chest on his rig I don't know if I'd fit in the pedal car so I think I'd have to go for a trike <laughs> the front wheel came off of it <laughs> you see the video yeah oh it's ace <laughs> um, okay and I've just had the ultimate question are you ready for this oh uh, right drum roll that was a really team pathetic Betty. drum roll it really was team Betty or Call sign seven. Team Betty. You have to because I'm sitting there. <laughs> I don't know, Dom. I've, really... never, I've never spoken to Dom in person. No, that's what the questions that Ernie's asking. Uh, paintball or Speedsoft? Speedsoft is part of our community. It needs embracing. I'm quite happy to promote it. Paintball is for sugar happy. <laughs> Well, we're not paintballers. Why am I going to take paintball over Speedsoft? I don't know. Ask, ask <laughs> Joe. Ask, ask Ernie. That's, that's his question. Is he the only person asking these questions? He is coming up with loads. Like He's the one that came up with the trichle pedicar one. He's the one that came up with Betty or Dom. Um, Amy, to do Amy, is trying to come up with some. Um, but she's ends up giving up and just saying, uh, fuck's sake, my questions are shit. And she's given up after that. <laughs> We're getting, we're getting short on time anyway now. Yeah, I think this is around about when you tried to cut me off last time. So maybe I should try to cut you off this time. Except I'm the one with the stop recording button. Ha ha. Yeah, I can't do anything. I can just I have keep... power. <laughs> I can just keep spamming this button. I don't really know what it does. Now, do you know I what that's know... for? That's for if there's a group of you and you could... Right, so basically guys, on the software we're using there's this button that says raise your hand so if there's like four of you you can click if you've got a point to raise but Haley's found this button and just decides to click it as much as possible yeah I've found more as well <laughs> but yeah anything else you want to know before we close this thing to be honest that's it we've, we've kind of heard what you like we've kind of heard what you don't like we've heard what you've been up to this year um, obviously we haven't heard too much about what you're going to get up to but that's all to do with your page you don't want to give it all away at once yeah I don't want to I don't want to reveal all my cards in one hand 
Oh no, you never want to do that, my dear. No, um, I've, I've been to but, Vegas. I know gambling now. I'm like pro. No, I'm really not. What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. <laughs> yeah. Apart from my bank balance, that followed me back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a good one. Um, no, I think we've pretty much heard everything we want to hear about you. Um, thanks for telling us how this all started. I mean, I was quite intrigued as to how this all started. You sort of just popped up like, hey, I've got my own channel now. Yeah. Uh, with no warning so yeah i can't wait to see what's going to happen on your page can't wait to see who you're going to get on uh you've had some pretty good guests already um it's going to be a big few months needless to say so stay tuned guys okay well i'll keep listening for sure um but thanks for swapping it around today for me interviewing you i know that like the first 45 minutes was just talking shit um, <laughs> no, we actually got some decent points out of it. To be fair, we discussed like Speedsoft, we discussed social media. These are all points that need to be discussed as a community yeah. because everyone has an opinion on these things, but a lot of people don't voice them. No, but no, it's going to affect all of us in the end, no matter what you say. So, and I think our time on social media is limited, which is why another shameless plug. Make sure you've written all these down throughout the show. Airsoft Nation, get on there, sign up to it. Graham is doing a fantastic job trying to create a social media site for UK players. Yeah, we've all got to keep up the good community. Everyone's got to keep up the good spirit. Whenever I send out patches now, I'm writing, please keep up the good attitude within Airsoft because it's all to do with the community. I mean, Airsoft is just a bonus, but the community that comes with it and the good attitudes and the sportsmanship is what really, really counts within Airsoft. Exactly. It's, you know, t- go out, make friends, take your hits, go to a site. I went to a, the Rift game today when we've recorded this, and yeah. um, it was a cracking day. I literally only knew the ASG guys, the guys from Viper and Combat UK, and that was it. And well, I had a cracking day, nonetheless. Exactly. You go to a site, you don't, don't know anyone, you end up coming out with people that you know, but you only ever know their cool signs. Yeah. And you some don't, of them are quite amusing as well. Yeah, people are getting inventive with this stuff now. Yeah. <laughs> right, let's take back control now. I'm back in control, finally. Where can people find you, Hayley? Uh, my Instagram is team underscore Betty underscore 28. Uh, I've also got a Facebook page. The link is on my Instagram. Um, but if you just look up Team Betty on Facebook, I should pop up. Awesome. Right, guys, from me, you know where you can find me by now. Keep hitting that subscribe button. Tell your friends. Also, go check out Flopperator Podcast, Airsoft Nation, and Random Guy Kev on Facebook. The four of us are all working together. And... We're trying to improve what we're doing for everyone else. So we're collaborating on a lot of these things. Kev's going to be on the show in a few weeks' time as well. So, yeah, keep tuned, guys. Thanks, thanks for listening. For thanks, thanks Hayley, for reversing things. It wasn't anywhere near as painful as I suspected it might be. I had to quit <laughs> some help, so thanks, guys, for sending me some uh, yeah, questions. Yeah, if you've sent in questions, out. thanks, guys. There's been some good questions in there as well. <laughs> Thanks, Joe, oh. for spamming Haley's social media feeds. Literally spammed me. <laughs> All right, guys. See you next time. Take care. Bye. Bye.